but it's happened for me, especially this last year, year and a half, is I've gotten to spend quality time and break bread and really enjoy a lot of the people I admired that were my hero, you know, these, these really big names. And when I was able to do that, what I realized is they're exactly like us. They're exactly like us. You know, they're working their asses off. They're reaching out to people. They're making content. Their life is not a highlight reel. You know, they have off days. They have off seasons. Um, they have, you know, yes, they're doing well, but they have, you know, business is business. They have cash flow issues. They have, like, every single person we meet, every single one, no matter how big the name is, is still going through it. Southwest Florida is one of the most beautiful places on the planet to live. For those of you that are thinking of moving from other states to come to Florida, or even just moving to a different part of the state, I want you to think of a big, beautiful luxury home. Contact Legacy Luxury Builders. They are a family-owned and operated luxury residential construction company. As a family-owned business, they believe in the power of building not just homes, but legacies. Contact Legacy Luxury Builders. Unlock your true potential on the field and court with our peak mental performance program for athletes. Train your mind to conquer challenges, stay focused under pressure, and achieve unparalleled success. Our expert coaches will guide you through personalized techniques, enhancing concentration, resilience, and confidence. Picture yourself outperforming your rivals, making split-second decisions with clarity, and achieving victory like never before. Join us today and elevate your game to new heights. Peak Mental Performance Program, where champions are forged in the mind. Email me today, sean.french at thedeterminedsociety.com for more information. See you inside. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Determined Society. I've hit, I've tried to record this like a thousand times and I keep fucking up the intro. So here's the deal. Follow the show. Leave us a review. Tell me what you love about it. Today, I have with me a man that was featured in Forbes magazine. He is an addiction and mental health expert. He's a recovery and performance coach. He is the founder of the Hero Project and your way to freedom. I have with me my boy, Adam Jablin. What's up, homie? Sean, thank you so much. This is overdue, huh, brother? I mean, I'm I'm grateful that we're together right now. Dude, me too, man. You know, it's it's funny when we connected a couple days ago and it was like this instantaneous, like, why haven't we done this before? What what the yeah. hell's wrong with us? But what we realized, and this is for the audience, don't judge yourself. Like, really, there's so many people that you are connected with, so many things that you feel like you should be doing, but that's not necessarily healthy for the mind, is it? Dude, that's that's the poison. That's the mm. trick, right? I should be doing this. I need to be doing this. Uh, fear of missing out. Mm. You know, I should be here. I should be there. Listen, that was a part of my alcoholism and addiction. Just that restless, irritable, discontent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so even though I'm not drinking and doing drugs, that thing can still go. Dude, it's funny. Which one is your big vice? Because I want to I share with you in the audience mine. The, the one that really gets me all fucked up. Back in the day, like when I was like when I was using Just or those now? programs like the shooting, like you should be doing this, like the comparison. I should be here. I should be there by now. Which one of those is your kryptonite? Oh, dude, I would have to say, I would have to say, if you if I'm in the wrong mindset and I'm and I'm on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? And I'll just see some of our colleagues, our friends, 
uh, or people I admire just crushing it. And that will play into my head a little bit. I need to be doing this. I need to be doing that. Um, and just some of my old wiring from back in the day of, you know, not really, not realizing where I stop and someone else starts and just mm. wanting to overdo it, overdo it, overdo it. Dude, that's profound because listen, mine's the same thing. I'll be scrolling on Instagram and I'm like, man, I'm not doing enough. Like this, this yeah. person's killing it. I admire that person, but I'm like, I want to be that guy. Like what is going on? What do I need to fix? What do I need to change? What, 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 what? And then all of a sudden we're in this low vibrational frequency and we're just toast that day. And it really, you know, if you can't, if you can't shift your perspective or your paradigm in that moment, you're going to have a rough day. So, yeah. I mean, dude, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. I'm with you. Like, I like the, the kryptonite, like, reference because you have Superman in, in the background. That wasn't intentional, but it worked. It was not intentional. It's actually how I think, how I speak, mm -hmm. how I perceive the world. You know what I yeah. mean? But uh, but it's the truth. It's the truth. You know, and Sean, something that has happened, I know it's happened for you, but it's happened for me, especially this last year, year and a half, is I've gotten to spend quality time and break bread and really enjoy a lot of the people I admired that were my mm. hero, you know, these these really big names. And when I was able to do that, what I realized is they're exactly like us. Yeah. They're exactly like us. You know, they're working their asses off. They're reaching out to people. They're making content. Their life is not a highlight reel. You mm -hmm. know, they have off days. They have off seasons. Um, they have, you know, yes, they're doing well, but they have, you know, business is business. They have cash flow issues. They have, like every single person we meet, every yeah. single one, no matter how big the name is, is still going through it. Dude, it's a good point to make. And I want everybody to really dive into this. I mean, because the people that you see on Instagram, yeah, I mean, there's some successful people, but you know, everybody has problems. You know, yeah. everybody has something that's messing with their minds or their, you know, I guess you would say their, their progress or their momentum, you know, a lot of new, new people. Like, I don't know if this is what you're facing, but for me, like straight up, I'm gonna be honest. It's, it's that undercapitalization in the business, right? You are fighting to get that capital so you can invest back into your business and into yourself. It's a difficult situation, but for those that have made it, they still, they, they might have, they might have problems and things holding them back that we don't see, right? Yeah. Maybe it's, they're spending too much time away from their kids and it bothers them and it makes them sad, but they know they have to because of the life that they've created. They got to stay steadfast in that so they can still provide. It's a double-edged sword, man. Yeah. And it's, it's, and dude, it's like whack-a-mole, right? One day it won't be, let's say it won't be our cash flow or it won't be this in the business, right? We whack that, but it'll be the time with the children or the time with our spouses. And, mm -hmm. and if it's not that, and you whack that one up, you know, it's something personal. It's losing a parent. It's losing, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, it's just, Life is going to continue to come. So it's how, how do we deal with it? This is great because this is all ties into something that we have a lot of um, alignment in is, is mental performance, performance coaching. Like all yeah. these things that you're talking about can derail somebody from being on a hot streak, whether it's business or sports or just even in, under their own roof, right? Yeah. And then something else can happen. It can completely derail them. So like, dude, like mental performance is something that I don't think a lot of, I mean, you, you go on Instagram, everybody's talking about it, but in the real world, people aren't really paying attention to it. Why do you think that is? Well, you know, I think that first off, I do think the world is starting to shift. I think it's starting to come to the idea of, and I don't know if they're going to say mental performance, mm -hmm. but I definitely think mental health for sure uh, is, 
is all over the place. A lot of times where I've been asked to do a news segment or ESPN or whatnot, they don't even want to categorize it under alcoholism and addiction. They want to talk about mental health. Mm. And, you know, Sean, I, I, why I think that is, is I think you and I are hybrids and we're, we're taking a baton from the generation uh, before us. Mm. And we're the ones that are going to actually make this extremely popular. Right. And then we're going to pass it to the younger generation. So I think it's just, it's a timing thing personally. You know, I, my, when we were kids, I don't know if we're exactly the same age, but you know, when I was Joe Montana and Jordan and you know, these guys, they weren't talking about mindset and have mind, you know, mindset coaches and mental health performance. And it was, you know, it was a commercial. It was just do it. It was, Get in the game. It was practice, practice, practice. And I think now we're starting to learn what what it really took to make these people tick. Yeah. And and there's a name for it. You know, it, it truly is mindset and, and performance and, and words like these these niche words. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because they weren't talking about the mental performance. They weren't talking about mindset. But if you look at the quote, just do it. Or if you look at Michael Jordan saying, I'm, you know, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. That's all mindset. That is all mindset. Yeah. Phil Jackson, like he was the first kind of like, I don't know if he was the first, but the first heavily, re you know, um, reported on kind of like that, that mental, that law of attraction type, you know, dude. And it took the bulls to six championships in what, seven years. Like it, I mean, it was crazy, yeah. but like the thing that I really enjoyed about Michael Jordan, if you watch the last dance, remember when he was walking down the corridor, like getting to the stadium, he's like, Hey, I love y'all, but can I just be present right now? That is so hard to do. Yeah. But I think that's also why he was so great. It's because he was able to be present on that court and just be the dude. I mean, there's a lot of reports that he's, you know, not a very nice person, but like, I mean, who says that someone that's jealous of him or someone that yeah. doesn't understand the, the confident confidence level that you have to have as a, an elite performer like him. Yeah. You know, that thing that uh, documentary came out during COVID and I remember mm -hmm. I must've watched it on repeat, you know, a hundred times it yeah. felt like, mm -hmm. and there was within that same scene, there was a, a friend of his quoting that Michael's greatest gift was he was always here now. He said like other guys, they go to ashrams, they go here to meditate, they go here to learn Zen Buddhism. But Michael was always present and he never worried about a shot that he hadn't taken yet. He was just in the now. And they, he said that was his superpower. He was a mystic. Mm. He was constantly here now. Never in the future, never in the past. The shot that he just missed doesn't even remember it. The shot that he's about to take, he's not worried about it. He's just right here. Dude, that that's more powerful than I think anybody listening right now can really imagine. You don't yeah. worry about the shot that you haven't taken yet. How many times in life for you, all y'all that are listening, and then even you know, me and Adam here having this conversation, how many times have y'all worried about something that hadn't even happened yet? Right? Like Oh, if I try, you know, I have the sales call coming up, like, oh, not, don't worry about the sales call. Just go, just perform. And I think that a lot of times we don't have those short memories like we need to have, you know, we're caught up on the past, which creates depression. We get caught up in the future. It creates that anxiety. What about just being present, man? So how do you help your clients work through that, dude? Well, bro, that, you know, that's my, 
love. And that's my passion. And it depends on where they are in their journey. The hero mm-hmm. project is really designed around the hero's journey. It's also got ideas and philosophies from the 12 steps, from the Old Testament, from the New Testament, mm-hmm. from my own business background, from I've gotten to, you know, be mentored by, by Phil Jacks, I, you know, from my personal mentor, Dion, I've gotten to, to meet these icons. And what I do when somebody is truly, truly not present is I get them centered by first, we do some breathing exercises, but I need to always make sure always that I'm speaking a common language with them, Sean. Mm. A lot of times at the very beginning with one with a client, they're not present because they're not hearing me. We're not speaking the same language. So when I get to understand how they really think, what they really believe, understand their lingo. I still have some Jersey in me. I still have, you know, a kid that grew up in the eighties and nineties when I could find out their dynamic. Now we, now we got in the same frequency, mm-hmm. you know, now there's communication and that's a way to get them here now. And then depending on where they are in their life and what obstacle they're facing, you know, there are exercises and, you know, certain you know things that we do that will get them to be totally here now. Truth, Sean, truth, the main objective, you know, the main objective and the main issue that I see can be boiled down to two really simple things almost daily for my clients. One is making the decision to do the things that they really need to do, right? Which is, it sounds easy, but can be harder, right? It can be hard. And then making the decision to not do the things that they really want to do. Right. And, and it sounds so cle- like clean and cliche and easy, but those two choices can really wrap you up. Yeah. And that's the idea of being here now. That's, that's why we need to be here now. Dude, that's huge. You did a, um, you put a post out there, a reel, you're walking. It doesn't need to be a 5k. It doesn't mean it need to be, you know, a half marathon, but every day you need to move your body. It allows you to, you know, become yeah. one with yourself, your spiritualness, become centered, be present. So, but you know, when you said that, or when you posted that, I, I really thought about my own life. It's like, wow, man, I'm right now in, in so many ways, I'm doing the things I want to do instead of the things I don't want to do. And I think as mental performance coaches and as professionals and adults and show hosts, we can, we can get so wrapped up in certain things and then other things slip. So it's always nice. You know, when I'm able to, you know, consume something from somebody I respect and be like, thank you. Like you just told me what my whole issue is right now. Like I am not pursuing the things I don't want to do. And a lot of times, and this is how people get, man, they want that instant gratification. I don't care if it's food. I don't care if it's just, I just want to watch TV. We're going for the easy road, which makes our life hard. Yeah. And bro, thank you for saying that. Cause here's the truth. We all need each other. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why God made so many of us. It, it, you know, I'm not hitting grand slams every single day. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm not just miss, making every single shot. We, we all need each other. And, and if you make a piece of content that speaks to me or vice versa, or you and I find something from maybe Tim Grover or Tony, mm-hmm. Rock, whatever it is, you know, we all need these little aha moments and these little wake up calls. You know, because the day that I'm crushing it could be a great day that I can help you. And a mm-hmm. day that I'm really suffering and you're killing it, you could give me that. And and that's, you know, that's that giving that give and take. 
you know, you're, you're right. You know, and this is something that I don't think uh, many people, this is my percent. This is my assumption, which I know assumptions are bad, but not too many people are going to look at it like that. Right. If they see you doing good, that means I can't do good. Right. Like that, that, that's, that's, that's whack. All right, guys, for those of you listening, uh, the people that you follow on Instagram, if someone triggers you and you don't like what their content is like, just, just get them off your feed. Okay. But the other thing is you gotta ask yourself why it's triggering you. If it's triggering you because you're seeing a young woman or a young man absolutely crushing it and you're sitting there and you feel like you haven't hit any grand slams or even a freaking single for that matter in such a long period of time, I'm going to challenge you to dive more into their content. Okay. Because you're going to find out so much shit about yourself that you need to improve. And the, the biggest thing that you need to improve at that point is fucking abundance. You need to look at this world and look at success like it's infinite because guess what? It is. It yeah. totally is, bro. I mean, 100% is. I I couldn't agree with you more. It's an abundant world. It's an, it, you know, God has given us everything we need. It truly is aligning to that. Um, and this, these kind of conversations used to sound very new age mm-hmm. and very, you know, like, woo. Yeah. Uh, but look, you know, it's in the, it's in the new Testament. Moses said it so in the old Testament. It's just depending on the words. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you ask the father will deliver, mm-hmm. you know, asking you shall receive. And, and it's just getting our minds to the fact that we can have it. I just think we need to look more in terms of like when we see someone doing amazing things, it is just evidence showing you what is possible in your life, what you can create. Cause the one thing that people will say to me, and this is something that I chuckle at, you know, kind of offline. Well, I'm not like you, Sean. I'm not a great order. I, I, I can't hold conversation like you have. No one's going to want to listen to anything I have to say. I go, have you listened to episode one through 20? Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Like guys, you grow into your craft and, and, Here's something counterintuitive what people, you know, really need to understand is people want to see your growth. They want to see you really bad at first yeah. and then see what you've evolved into. It shows them a path. It shows them they don't have to be perfect. Yeah. Cuz per listen, perfection is a Bro, problem. Bro, I, I had that in my uh in, in the hero project later in the journey we call it spirit over scoreboard, right? Mm. Meaning, look, I have to have to try that one thing that they always want to do. I don't care if it's a celebrity, a professional athlete. What I learned, especially before I was in this, and I was I was the number one, I was in a family business. We were the number one uh, designer manufacturers for lace, intimate mm. apparel. You know what okay. I mean? And I had to, it wasn't like hand to me, trust me. This was like, this was, <laughs> this was like the military. I was first there, last <laughs> one to leave, keep the javelin name sacred. You know, it, it taught me how to run a business, taught me how to run an empire. And it was the first child. It always was the first child. But one of the reasons I'm, I am bringing the business background up is that it gave me an understanding that in the beginning, you are going to suck. Mm. When you try something new, you're I used to have all these people that would help and they would be a professional athlete or a rock star and they would want to come into fashion. They found what I did attractive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I would have to explain your first garment, whatever it is, the first, it's going to suck. It's going to suck. And now I do that with my clients. If it's their first podcast, if they want to write a book, if it's their first piece of content and whatever they want to do in the beginning, they're going to suck, oh my but God. you got to keep your spirit. high. You got to keep your spirit high. You know, you got to like riding a bicycle. Yes, you're going to fall, but keep that spirit high. You're going to fall, get back on the horse and keep going. And like you said, it was 20, you know, 20 reps, 20 mm-hmm. podcasts for you until you found your rhythm, until you found your voice. And that's normal. 
I mean, dude, it could be way more than that to be clear. I mean, maybe it was up to, I'm going on episode 93 or something. By the time this comes out, it might be episode 94 ish coming up on that century mark. That's awesome, bro. But maybe That's I, awesome. I, I don't, I thank you. Thank you for that. But I don't know if I really hit my stride until episode 75. Like really? And I know what, I, you know, like, fuck man, just be honest with each other. Right. It was, I used to get nervous before every show. I mean, today I fucked up the intro like seven times, but that's abnormal for me. But you know what? The old Sean would have been like, oh, my God, I suck. This is terrible. This is bad. Hey, bro, I still get nervous. Just so you know, I still get nervous. I get nervous before a podcast. I get nervous before a speaking engagement. I get a little nervous before I see a client. I always mm-hmm. say a prayer. And I really started learning that some of that anxiety that you and I have is, is a good feeling. It's because we care. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. it's it's gonna allow us to it's gonna allow us to come and really be on our game. I think it's a little scary when you don't have that anymore. It means you don't care. You know what I mean, it's there's yeah, yeah, you know, there's like that. It's it, it's not like you and I are exa- are nervous wrecks. There's just a little bit of a little bit of warrior anxiety that you want to do your best, and I think that's healthy. Yeah, man. You know, I think you know because it's art, right? It's art. Like my art is this show. My art is what I put out on Instagram and I want every piece of art to, to speak to somebody in some way. And that's why, and it's funny because, you know, you may have noticed, I don't script my interviews. Like, I don't even know where we're going with this conversation because it's a real conversation. Too many podcasts are scripted. I love these non-scripted interviews because it gives a peek behind the curtain of what these people are really like. I want my audience to know who Adam Javelin is, not what he does. Right. And, and by the way, you're doing an amazing job of that right now. So I, oh, I thank you. Dude. I love thank it. This you. is a great, great conversation so far. So I appreciate you hopping on on a, on a holiday. So, oh man, I was pumped. I was pumped. When we said we could figure it out within, you know, 48 hours, I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Peak performers, baby. Peak performers. <laughs> I mean, that's what it we're is. resourceful motherfuckers. It's fucking, hey, man. It's like, oh, like we're going to get on this interview. Let's do it now. Let's do it now because you know what, you know, when you feel something guys, you got to go for it, right? You got to go for whatever it is that you want to do, but man, back to the conversation. Like, I don't think, you know, I I still, I don't think, you know, I'm going to be where I'm going to be. Right. But I mean, the fact that is I'm so much better than I was like that, that is an improvement. And going back to what you said about being willing to suck at something, I can't even listen. I can't even listen to my first episodes. And, and matter of fact, sometimes I'll, for fun, I'll go back on Instagram. I'll scroll all the way down on my grid and start and then hit play on a reel. Like that. I, when I just started this, I'm like, Oh my God, you're so bad, but it's so amazing because you can see the growth. And I encourage everybody to just be in that mindset of, 1% better every day, or just do something to improve. Because if you're seeking perfection, you're never going to hit it. How do you think, this is a good question. How do you think people blow up their lives by seeking perfection? Oh, I mean, I, I don't want to be too long winded, but it, it, <laughs> do it. <laughs> with the person- you know, with, with the personalities that you have, you and I have met, and and I can also use I statements in there from certain mm-hmm. times where I felt like I had to be perfect. Yeah, it's either um, you know paralysis by analysis. I'm, I'm I'm not even going to to do it. I'm not even going to put something out there. I'm not even going to try because I keep analyzing what's going to happen wrong. 
um, they do something and they can't even enjoy either A, the criticism or the, hey, we could do this better or the applaud and the attaboys and that on the back because they're so locked in their head of that it wasn't the way they wanted it to be. That they, they can't take the, hey, you know, if you just adjust here, it will be amazing. Mm. That feels too personal rather than, oh, wow, no, somebody's watching. Somebody cares enough that they want me to become better. Somebody loves me enough to tell me the truth to say, if I adjust that two millimeters, this could become really something special. Or they can't even receive a genuine compliment because it wasn't perfect. Like, I, I don't know if you know this, I talk about it all the time, but my, my true mentor is like a spiritual father is uh, Dion, the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, right? Mm. And he's got 10 gold records or making a Broadway play about his show, about his, about his life, excuse me, called The Wanderer. And one of the things he taught me, which I loved and I embodied it is, you know, rock and roll can't be perfect. Mm-mm. Rock and roll. So why would we try life to be, why would we try to make life to be perfect? Dude. You know, sometimes you just pick up the guitar and, and riff. You know, no one said it had to be perfect. And I don't know why, but since it had to do with music and I'm not a musician, and since I admire and I respect him so much, it was like a permission slip to fuck up. Yeah, there it is. There it is. I, I think for me, man, I don't, I mean, I don't know about everybody as far as their fear of criticism comes from other places. For me, it comes from my childhood, you know, going, I played baseball, right? I played baseball, you know, at LSU and, you know, when on the way up though, I'd get in the, the dreaded walk to the truck, man, after a game, dude, that shit was real dog. That shit was real. And I'd go up and I'd have a good game, like, you know, four at bats, a double and a home run or something cool like that. But maybe I struck out or popped up the other one. That's all I heard in the truck on the way home. You suck. You struck out. Yeah. What's going on? You missed that one ball in the dirt. You didn't block that ball. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. So, you know, naturally I thought I'm like, Oh, well, then I have to be perfect. And what happens is when you have to be perfect, you can't even celebrate your wins. And here's the one thing that I have a really hard time with, Adam, is like if I get a client, I'm like, all right, well, it's not good. I need I need five more because if I have five more, then I'm successful. It's like, wait a second, that, that's the perfection thing kicking in. And so that is the one thing that prolifically holds me back in this business is the, is the need to be perfect. You know, it's hard. Sean, I could pass you a gift. I could pass you a gift that was given to me because I had the same thing and it really worked. It really worked. I had the same thing. Just so you I, know. I want it. I want it. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let me, not, I mean, look, it's it's not a real gift if I don't give it away, mm-hmm. right? I don't get to keep it if I don't give it away. Those right. are the rules. So what I ended up learning to do, having to do, because that mindset wasn't shifting, was I had to, A, be so grateful so grateful and blessed that one client just be so grateful. Like I had that one or two, whatever it is we mm-hmm. have at the, that, right. Whatever the three, right? but be so grateful for them. And then put every inch, every ounce, every, every last bit of effort and love into them. Because what would happen is when I did that, those three clients, that one would, would get me three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so rather than looking at what I don't have, I looked at what I had. I blessed them, right? I was grateful for them. And then I poured as much as I could into them. And then they gave back. And that was a hard thing for me to do too as well. Yeah. I, I used to have a very tough time and still can have a tough time receiving. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I have to learn how to be a good receiver as much as I love to give. Other than that, the scale's out of balance. Yeah, it's a good point, man. It's a really good point, you know. And again, I pour into my clients, like you said, but you know, the the overall feeling inside of like, I'm so grateful for that one client or that two those two clients, those three yeah. clients, like just give them everything. And you know, we work really hard on my end of doing that because uh, I work with athletes. You know, I have a an SEC athlete as you know a private client. I got a couple pro guys that I'm working on, and I have this amazing entrepreneur in Reno, Nevada. Um, and, and I think he could actually run for mayor and win. Um, and so we're working on, you know, with him getting over certain programs, right. To, to feel that he has his own permission to run for mayor. Right. But, but dude, it's, it's super important because when we're coaching these people, sometimes I feel like I'm coaching myself and it's really amazing on what you attract as far as your clients are like, Oh my God, is this me? Like what's going on? And it gives me like, it gives me the opportunity to help them, but also to heal myself a little bit. Have you experienced anything like that? Absolutely, brother. I, you know, not to sound crazy, but I really do think that we all have many different facets to our personality. Mm -hmm. You can almost name them, you know, and you can have a client that almost mirrors that all in just aggressive, let's say Michael Jordan type quality that we have. And then we have a client like that. Then you get another client and there'd be the sweet, empathetic, um, maybe a little nervous, can't take that lead person. And that's, that's the person that was the fat kid inside of me that was insecure when I was a child and, you know, still is healing. You know, each client I have will represent some part of my personality, mm. you know, at all times, at all times. So funny because my SEC the athlete, SEC athlete represents the falling in love with the work and not the competition. That's what I did. Fell in love with the work, yeah. the technical things, the hitting until my hands bled, right? Lifting weights, running. I'm going to go run two miles and then stop at seven because I had to work harder than the next person, you know, the next person, because if I didn't, that wasn't going to be good enough. And then my professional client has to have that permission from a male figure, right? He, he needs that permission. And that's something that I struggle with. When I let down a male, like a father figure, it crushes me. Cause I feel like so many times I let my dad down because I wasn't good enough. Yeah. Right. And so it's, it's funny that you mentioned that. Cause like, dude, spot on brother, spot on. Yeah. I have a couple of professional athletes. Uh, and I'm thinking of one particular in the NFL uh, in which he, he's a, a mammoth of a man, bro. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy, is a, he's a mammoth of a man. But when we're working together, he really, it really is coaching the little boy in me because on the field, he destroys. But in life, you know, and I hope he hears this because he knows I love him, but like he doesn't Send know. Send it to him. <laughs> he doesn't know his ass from his elbow at certain times. Mm -hmm. I mean, he really doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't know what to do first. You know what I mean, is it his kids? Is it his wife? Does he make the coffee? Like he gets that overwhelmed and that confused, yeah. which is why he loves the structure of the game. He loves the structure of the NFL. Mm -hmm. He loved that he he loves that he needs to be here at a specific time and and these hours of his day are blocked off. And when he's on the field, he's hyper focused. Once you give him three things to do, his brain goes into complete overwhelm. He doesn't even know where to start. It's so funny because that I can only a little boy. Yeah. I can only, I can only see myself when, and, and I hope she hears this because we've talked about it. It's my wife. Hey hon, when you're, yeah. when you're done with what you're doing, can you, 
can you do this? I only hear, can you do this? And I get frustrated and I go, leave what I'm doing, go do that. And she says, Hey, you know, Hey, can you do? And it's like all these different tasks she's asking me. And I just melt down because I just can't, it seems a lot. He and I are a lot similar, like very similar in those areas. Like, Hey, I need structure. If I'm doing one thing right now, then I need to be doing that. But what really needs to happen is I need to find a better way to cope with all the things I need to deal with because it can get very anxietizing. Yeah. And yeah. Sean, I also, I applaud that because I have that as well. It's, it's this thing. Um, I, I do not want to call it people pleasing. I don't believe it is. Mm -hmm. Let me, I, I have a really big difference. I have a lot of people come to me and they think they're people pleasers. And then when we go into it, right. I'm like, you're not a people, you, you have this, it's too big of an umbrella. This definition, mm -hmm. a people pleaser is you like the Yankees. Oh, I, I like the Yankees. Yeah. You wear black. I wear black. I, like, no, we, you and I have a Superman complex, yeah. which is I'll stop whatever I'm doing. I'll put my cape on. I'll save the day. That's not pleasing. That's it. That's a superhero complex. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I have so many people come to me. I'm a people pleaser. I'm like, no, I, I, I'm like, let me ask you, you like the Raiders? I fucking hate the Raiders. Do you like that? You know what I mean? Do you, yeah. uh, do, do you like to eat uh, lobster for breakfast? No, I don't like, yeah, I'll just, I'll keep going and going and going. I'm like, yeah. dude, you're not a people pleaser. Uh -huh. Do you know what I mean? You, you, you have a, you have a superhero complex. You don't know yeah. when to say like, I have the same thing with my partner that, that I'm in love with. Right. I, I hear, Hey, when you're done, honey, when you're done, can you do this? And I'm like, all right. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> she clearly said, yeah. she clearly said, and it was in a loving tone. I know it was mm -hmm. in a, you know, and Dude. I just heard, can you do this? Yeah, bro. This is, this is, this is powerful, dude, because if this was the, the, the conduit for us to speak and get this out, like I feel really badly when I react like that, because I react just like you just did fine. I'm going, I'm doing it. Do it. Don't worry about me. I yeah. am, you know, yeah. um, but man, and, and then the, the, my wife will look at me and like, are you okay? And I'm like, well, yeah. you're to do a thousand different fucking things right now. I'm just trying to focus. I have ADHD. I'm, I'm trying to schedule out this video and you're talking to me about something like goldfish, goldfish. Yeah. And it's wrong and it's not okay. But yeah, it's a Superman complex. It, it's, you know, and the reactions aren't very favorable to be quite honest. I'm not teaching my kids anything by that. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you are, right? Mm -hmm. Because, dude, you sound like you're both of us. I'm mm -hmm. a work in progress, too. We're aware of it. We're working on it. Uh, we are facing it. We're trying to change. And what I have seen with a lot of the kids that I've either worked with or the, the parents is that when you try to act like the parent that has it all together and there's never an issue and there's nothing to work on, those kids end up to be really messed up. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you're actually best dad in the world to show you have flaws, you have defects of character, you're willing to work on them, mm -hmm. you're willing to lean into your marriage, you're willing to show them where you're wrong. Like, that's a daddy. Yeah. That's right. a dad. You know, and I never had my dad apologize to me. So when I, when I act unfavorably, right, and my wife and I, and this is largely her doing and teaching me this is, hey, when we act poorly in front of our children or we overreact of maybe one of their small mistakes, acknowledge it and apologize, right? Hey, you know, I'm, I'm I, Hey guys, I just want to apologize. You know, I, I overreacted there. I got angry. Um, your, your mom was just asking me to do something kindly and lovingly and I didn't hear it right. And 
I acted poorly. Will you forgive me? I never got that's that. Awesome. Idea. So that's awesome. Like, that's a great follow. Yeah. yeah. That's a great follow. Yeah. I ain't going to be perfect. They're going to hear shit from me that they probably shouldn't. You know, I, I say fuck a lot. And, you know, I can have these, you know, a lot of people that listen to my show. Hey, I really love for you to stop cursing on your show because, you know, I want my my 10 year old to hear you. I'm like, well, this show isn't for your 10 year old. It's probably for you. So like, why don't you listen to me and then you can go implement things in your life, but don't necessarily be concerned with my language. But like, you know, I have to, my voice says, can't say fuck so much. Like, you know, Sean, you like, it's bad language. I'm like, I know, I know. But then I wonder what are they going to hear when they go out to school? I mean, these fourth graders are nasty now. They're nasty. They speak. Well, truck I, look, um, I'm guilty of it too. I <laughs> I actually have also have your sense of humor. Uh-huh. Um, I probably show kids way too young of an age movies like you know old school and Step Brothers. And, you <laughs> I know, don't do that yet. That's good. Though. Way. Too young. I mean, yeah. Well, there you go. Okay, yeah, so there, there you go. go. <laughs> um, but but I also do believe. Look, there's 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 the right host there's the right show there's the right Mm -hmm. person with the right audience and i think it's wonderful that the person loves you so much and loves your content so much that they're asking you to stop then you're not being you yeah you know i try to find an episode or two i have a friend i try to find an episode i did i did i love this i didn't like it i did i did i didn't like it yeah you weren't yeah yeah well i do and i swear as in um it enhances the point. It, it it's almost like an adjective. It's colorful. It is. It's not at somebody. It's not. It, no, it's, never. It's a way of enhancing. Dude, it's funny. It's punctuation. I, dude, I grew up in a fucking locker room. I grew up in a dugout. It's who I am. Like, sorry, it is what it is. And 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 again, a lot of times it's endearing. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm from fucking Jersey, bro. Fuck, man. I'm from Cali. You know, I'm from the West Coast. It's like, yeah, from the hey, I, mean, I remember we would say, you know, growing up, it was a term of endearment. You know, if you were like this fucking guy, it, it meant like that, my brother, you know what I mean? The, yeah. You know I mean, this like it was, it was so every, everybody speaks their own way and, and so languaging sorry. is, uh, languaging is, is something that I'd like to get better at myself. Yeah, but it's funny because like you're talking about this fucking guy. Like we have that too, but my best friend Quinn Stewart. I played with him at LSU. Still my closest friend, like just he's my best friend. And a lot of times we'll get together and he was like, "Man, you're so fucking stupid." And that means he loves me. Yeah. I'm like, "I love you too, man." Yeah. Like I love you too. We do the same thing. Like it's like you're yeah. so dumb. You're a fucking idiot, man. But like that's just hey it's just the way it is. But listen, I want I want you to dive into something here, okay? Because sure. you, you've you've battled addiction and you've recovered. You know, this is something we probably should have covered in the first part of the show. But winding the show down, I want you to talk about your experiences and how it led you to create an amazing program like the Hero Project. Oh, thank you, brother. Sure, mm-hmm. I would love to talk about that. Well, um, without getting too deep into my story, because uh, it's it's a story, right? Yeah. It's it's it would have to. I'd have to take time, but alcoholism and addiction. <sighs> and it's hard to talk about, right? So alcoholism and addiction 
or a part of me. I, I wasn't looking to get drunk and I wasn't looking to get high. I was looking for spiritual intoxication. I was looking for my spirits to be high. As a matter of fact, when I was growing up in New York and New Jersey, they didn't even call it like a liquor store. It was called fine wine, food, and spirits. Like alcohol was called spirits. It raised your spirits. And when I learned that I was sick, that alcoholism and addiction is truly a disease. It takes four qualifications to be a disease. You have to be progressive. You get worse over time. You have to be chronic. You're always there. You have to be primary, meaning you're first, not secondary, and you have to be fatal. These are the four qualifications that allow you to be a disease. You take one of those away, just one, and you're a disorder. And disorders are horrible enough. But you add the fourth component and you're a medical disease. I surrendered, bro. I actually surrendered that I was a sick person and I had to start learning how to get well. Mm. And in doing so, the whole spiritual transformation. You know, I was the kind of guy, like, if you believed in God and you believed in, like, like good for you, you know, that's great on you. But to me, it was a little too much like Tinkerbell, like, oh, say a prayer, make a wish, and yeah. a little pixie dust. With you. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just wasn't, it wasn't practical until I needed God, until I needed something spiritual. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing revolutionized the way I look, the way I speak, the way I act who I am. And I fell in love with this process of recovery. I fell in love with it. And I'm running a multi-million dollar empire while at the same time, I'm going to these meetings every day and I'm learning. And then I start helping people and I'm speaking. And it was still almost like a double life. Before, mm-hmm. I, one time I was drinking and drugging and hiding that. Now it's like I'm playing Superman all the time. But I fell in love with it. But after years of recovery, years and years and years, um, I realized that a lot of the people that were helping, it, was, it wasn't just about the drugs and it wasn't just about the alcohol. It wasn't even just about the mindset. It wasn't even about just the emotions. It wasn't even about the finances. It was that they never even got to really know who they were. Mm. They never get to find out who's this, this person inside and, and why, why are they always so attracted to being a hero? They never, they never took that journey. They never separated themselves from the alcohol, from the drugs, from the old destination, from the insecurities, from the fears. They never separated themselves from Tatooine, right? To go on to that journey with, with Obi-Wan Kenobi. They never separated themselves with Morpheus and went into the Matrix. They never separated themselves from Metropolis and went and found out that they were from Krypton. They never separated took that separation to find out who they really were inside. Hmm. And then the initiation process where they get to get all these new skills, bro, find out who they really are, what really turns them on, where are their defects of character, where are their flaws, but also where are their assets? What makes them strong? You know, go into this whole initiation, learning the force, learning that they're Neo in the matrix, learning that they're, you know, Kal-El from Krypton, learning whatever, learning who they really are. And then the return home, it's really show people who they are, if it's clean and sober, but if it's with a new career, or if it's just finally being the person they always want to be. And I took all of the aspects and all of the education and all of the teachings that really enhanced my life. And I put it all into one system. And I, I bet on myself, I believed in it. I believed in it and got one client 
took them through the hero project. That was a success. Got two, got three, got four, got a little recognition, got on the news, got contacts here, got contacts there. And the thing just started taking off. And as I was doing that, then I started learning more because mm -hmm. now I have a system, but I had to get into my own personal development. Right. It, it, I, that's, that was the part that I wish I could go back in time and tell myself, right. Hey, if you're going to do this, Adam, you have to realize you don't get to like create something and go, Oh, I'm, I made something. I'm the master now, which I would have loved. Yeah. That would be great. Right? It was great. like, if create something now you got to go even deeper mm. you got to go and so now i'm starting to teach all these things i have but i had to enhance myself and it, it just kept going so that's really what the hero project is it started with alcoholism addiction now look where it comes to getting sober i'm a 12-step guy mm -hmm. i am a 12-step guy through and through it is a major part of my life. That fellowship and those people and that community and that program is a big part of my life, but that's not what my clients wanted. As mm. a matter of fact, a lot of my clients were already clean and sober in a 12 step program. Mm. They wanted something more. They wanted something more. That's the hero project. Dude, that's amazing. How long have you been doing the hero project? So I would say the, the Hero Project really officially launched in 2020. Yeah, I remember seeing something, you know, 2020, 2021, you making a big push. Um, I don't know how I saw it, but I saw it. Maybe Facebook. I think we've been connected on Facebook for quite some time. But dude, yeah. awesome program. Awesome yeah. program. You know, um, you've Thank been on you, a lot brother. of different shows. You've been on a lot of different shows that are my friends like Kelly Siegel, a buddy of mine. Um so man, man, I've been I've been hearing your message for quite some time. And I'm just jacked that we got to, you know, come together and you know build a friendship and have you on this amazing show like on a weekend. This is freaking. Sean, awesome. I'm really proud of you. I'm I'm telling you, I, I've been watching your stuff too. I, the one thing I I would like to say this, I think it's a good thing, and it's not self promotion. What I'm about to do, and it's a compliment to you, is I unfortunately really am a coach. Like mm -hmm. I know everybody and their mother out there wants to be a, like yeah. when I see your, when I see people doing well, that turns me on. Yep. I yep. want the betterment of people. Mm -hmm. When I was watching you do your thing for me, that was, it was, it would feed my soul. Cause I was like somebody else that really does the work that's doing it. Like this thing that we're doing that you and I are doing, it works. Yeah. We found our calling. The only thing I would say that maybe I, messes with my integrity sometimes or messes me up inside is when I see somebody wanting to do mine and your work, but they they're doing it because they want the attention or they want the likes or, or they don't want to work. Yeah. How's this? Maybe they just don't want to get a fucking job. Right. And you know, I'm 40, I'm going to be 48 years old. Do you know what I mean? Like I, 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 I've worked my entire, like being a coach, I don't want to be a coach. That's the funniest thing. I, I want to be you. the star. I don't want to be Phil Jackson. This is so I am funny. Phil Jackson. I want to be Michael. Yeah. I, I want to have the ball in my hands. I want to have the moves. I want the fadeaway. I want the sneaker contract. That's what I want. Yeah. But man. in my heart and in my, in my soul, I'm I'm a coach. I want the betterment of you. I want you to win. I want to be in your corner. I, you know what I mean? But if you were to ask my ego, no. Mm -hmm. I want to be Kobe. I want to be Michael. I want to, I want to be those guys, but I'm not wired like that. 
Yeah, dude, it's crazy because I feel the same way. It's like, I want to be, you know, in the, in the uniform still, I want to hear my cleats crunching yeah. into the clay, going into the batter's box in the big moment. But you know what, dude, you know, what's so powerful. We can become the Barry Bonds and the Kobe Bryant's the Jordans of coaching. And that's our goal. See, yeah. in, in, the, in the audience that is listening, when he says he doesn't want to be a coach, you gotta understand, I don't either. It's our calling. It's something that you want to say we don't want yeah. to. It's not our first choice. Our first choice would be on ESPN dunking a basketball or hitting the game winning home run in the bottom of the ninth and game seven of a fucking world series for crying out loud, you know, to be that Heisman candidate, like Jaden Daniels of LSU right now. That's what we are. Why that's what we want to do. But we also understand that when things shift for us and our life goes a certain way, because God wants something different, universe wants something different for us. And it's their plan. And our job is to submit to it. We sit there and say, okay, how can I be a part of somebody else's journey? Because we have failed in those areas in our lives. And now we can help others stay away from those landmines, so to speak. And so it's funny because I have been a baseball coach. I'm a sales leader. You know, I've, you know, done so many different things. I've helped people with their show. I enjoy seeing that moment when I'm on camera with somebody and coaching them and their eyes light up. And now the fucking lights are on and that person just goes and creates their own success. Like to me, I have goosebumps. You can't see it on these long sleeves. Um, but, but dude, that's fucking it right there for me. That's it. That's it. That's, that's the juice. That's you know? the juice. Mm-hmm. That's what you and I live for. And hey. that's very hard to explain to somebody. You can't explain it, but then, but then like, I want to touch on what you just said earlier too, about the people that are doing it for attention. You can tell when they're disingenuous, right? Like you can tell when it's all made up bullshit. That does bother me. That does bother me. The other thing that bothers me while we're talking about things that bother us is I can't stand it when you know somebody's using somebody else's words. Like it bothers the shit out of me. Like I know somebody that just takes from all the coaches and uses their slogans and like talks and just there's no original ideas. That really bothers me, man. Because you know why? Yeah. Because if you are starting to influence or move a certain group, cohort of people paying attention to your content, you better make sure you know how to fucking lead them. Because they're going to come to you. They're going to want bit. They're going to want to give you their business. And if you're just regurgitating bullshit from somebody else, you ain't a fucking coach. I don't care what you put on Dude, your Instagram profile. Let me, let me, let me even go deeper on this. I, this is one of the things that let me know I had integrity and I got to have a one on like several one-on-ones with him. But when I started going deeper, here's my ego. Just mm-hmm. so you know, I want to show you my, my humility and my ego. When yeah. I knew I had to go deeper into personal development, I was like, okay, I need to learn. Right. I was like, well, if I'm going to learn from somebody, here's where the ego comes in. Well, who's the Michael Jordan of fucking this thing? I was like, all right, I'm going to Tony Robbins directly. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm going, I'm going, I'm like, who's Michael Jordan of this whole fucking thing? Yeah. Tony. You know I mean, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to Kobe. I don't want to go to LeBron. I don't want to go to AI. I want to, you know I mean, I want, who the hell is. And one of his major teachings, and he's dead serious about it, is, is about doing. He hates the word trying. Mm-hmm. I'm not that guy. I'm like, dude, this is where there was like love and respect between it. I was like, listen, fuck Yoda. In the 12 steps, we say we tried to carry the message. Do you know what I mean? And and Michael Jordan's one of his his famous quotes is, I can accept failure. I can't accept not trying. Mm -hmm. I I tell people, try. I am not a Yoda guy. I am not do or do not. 
I am, no man, just try. Just fucking try. So I can't, I feel like you and I are at an age and at a place where I, I, I'm so grateful that we are who we are because I can't imagine taking somebody else's words and languaging and trying to be them. Yeah, it's tough. You man. know, I, I just can't do it. I can't do it. It sounds silly too, you know, because it doesn't, it doesn't come off like it would with that normal person, right? The person that I say normal person, the person that created, I know there's certain things, there's certain words that you can only have so many synonyms, like, you know, process over outcome, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, dude, like you're not going to, you're going to sound just like everybody else, but how you explain it and how you coach through it is completely different, right? It should be completely different. Right. So I don't know. We got off on a tangent there, but that's just, just that's the shit that bothers me, man. No, but Sean, I love it. Right. I can, I can imagine, like, I could still imagine this is, I like this. I like what we're talking about because we're two guys doing something very similar, but with our own personalities, our yep. own individuality. I'm telling you, I, I guarantee it. I can hand you my client and you would, you would enhance their lives in so many different ways, but it would come out in, in Sean, languaging baseball terminology and vice versa. You could pass me one and mm -hmm. it would come out from a guy from Jersey that uses superheroes, or, but they would, they would actually get the lesson mm -hmm. because we're being authentic, how we see the world and how we speak. If I start using baseball terminology, you're going to know yeah. this guy doesn't know his ass from his elbow. Whatever. Right. You know what I mean, it's, 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 what is, because like, dude, you're you trying too hard. You're not, right you're not like, you know, a lot of times it's funny and I got, you're not one of them. Dude, I, dude, this is fucking crazy. I, I caught heat on Instagram right before we hopped on. It was such a blessing, such a blessing. I did a collab post with one of my buddies, uh, John Hobbs, 6 a.m. practice. We do a lot of things together. And most of the things that we do together goes ape shit, like 12,000 shares, like does really, really well. Put together these, um, uh, those, those little posts, right? They, talk, they call them carousels. But really the ones that do really, really well are the ones that look like Twitter posts, right? The Twitter feeds. And they, they just crush it for us. And this one gentleman, um, I'm assuming gentleman just by the, by the name, um, you know, said, it's clear that this guy has never seen the schedule of a student musician and the work that goes in. And yet we still get no fucking sympathy. And I said, I'm so sorry that we, that this post made you feel that way. Or, you know, that's what you got from it. That wasn't our intent at all. See, our business is focused on athletes. So our content continues to to follow that niche, right? It's what we, it's what we talk about, right? Athletes. I don't know the first thing about being a student musician, but what I did say was I can attest to the amount of time and effort that you all put in and often get overlooked. So I'm sorry. Um, you know, but, but dude, like, you know, a lot of times you can get shot on Instagram for just talking about your, your business. That's what, that's what you do. And then the way people take it is an opportunity for you to respond thoughtfully instead of reacting. Cause at first I was like, seriously, motherfucker, like really, really? Like you're going to make this athlete versus student musician. And then I, and that's the ego. But then the yeah. coach of me is just like, yeah, it does. you know, I love that. I love what you're saying does allow you to to kind of develop some thick skin and go okay i you know how can i address that person with love mm -hmm. rather than being like i didn't write it for you 
you know, which I could hear that. I yeah. hear that voice in my head. Get off my feet. You know what I mean? Get off yeah. my feet. The fuck? Like, what made you think? Where's the music in this post? You know what I mean? Like, but but look, it does it. Allow look at our it. profiles. This is what we do. Like, but but again, you're right, man. I'm like, hold on, hold on. Let me show him some love because he's feeling a certain way. And I meant yeah. what I said. I, I don't want anybody to feel alienated by what I post. But like, dude, I'm I'm not everybody's flavor of ice cream, bro. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. seriously, Norm think about that. You know? So, yeah. damn, dude. We got to get together soon, man. You fucking live here. I didn't know you were local. I love it. Dude. I would absolutely love it. Dude, I think we're only maybe an hour and 45 minutes away from each other. It's nothing. Uh, it's nothing. nothing. I'll come up there. Come on. Come on over. Come on over. We'll get some lunch. We can't meet I in the middle. Know. We could meet in the middle at Mukasaki, the little snake road right there in the alley. Dude, have you seen that new gas station? That thing is dope. That thing is dope. I have not. I have heard about it though, bro, but I have not seen it. But I would okay. love it, dude. I'd love to go to Fort Myers and, and see what you guys are up to. And maybe yeah. we can throw some weight around or go for a run together and Done. make some content together and have fun. Have fun. That that's a good idea. Um, let me. Uh, we can even try to fix something up in my office here, or we can rent a studio and we can do some fun stuff. But like, let's let's make yeah, it our intention. It's, it's an hour and a half drive. It's nothing. Done. Let's do it, man. Listen, dude. I appreciate you coming on today and, and giving so much value to my to my audience. Can you tell them really quickly? And again, I'm going to link back your website and the Hero Project and your your Instagram and all that kind of stuff. But can you give them a brief just rundown of how they can find you and how they can work with you? Yeah, I made this because I'm getting old. So I need to make this as simple as, as possible. <laughs> so really, it's Adam Jablin on all platforms, you know, and it's and so the Hero Project and all the other programs I have are under, you know, you can just find Adam Jablin. And if it's my website, adamjablin.com, Adam Jablin on Instagram, Adam Jablin on Facebook, Adam Jablin on LinkedIn, and all the other, you know, TikTok and all. It, I, that was really for me, by the way. That was because <laughs> I would have gotten all really would have gotten overwhelmed if I had one for the hero project and one for wake up, discover recovery. And one for I, I Sean, I would have, I know myself, yeah. I would have, remember we were talking about when your wife was saying, you know, you're doing something. And then that one last question can send you over the edge. Oh. I have that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I got an email from somebody, but it was to this program and not that program, I would have just been like, I, I would have thrown my hands in the air. You know, Dude, I so need funny. everything to be as, as, as possible. <laughs> Do you want your compliment now? Because I'm going to tell you something. I took your link today. You're Adam Javelin. Okay. For the hero project, wherever I went to. And I sent it to my friend, excuse me, my friend, Missy Johnson up in New York, who helps me, her and her husband helped me with my editing and all that stuff and building out my hour. Right. Cause I give them ownership cause they're, they're part of my team. Um, our platform yeah, and, too, totally. and our coaching program, right? And I sent the link. I said, look how easy this is to sign up for his program. Look how easy this is to know what free resources are there. Look how easy it is for someone who wants to work with them one-on-one -on -one to know what they're dealing with. You, you better be ready to invest, but it's easy. It's laid out. It takes out all the conversation of negotiating with price or negotiating how to get to where he's at. This is what it is. This is what it takes. Click this button. Let's go. I said, so we need to do this. 
she goes, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing stuff today. I'm like, Oh, sweetie, I didn't mean today. I just meant, I want you and I to, you know, connect with each other sometime soon to make people know how to work with us easier because this man does a hell of a job doing it. So thank you, Sean. That does, yeah. that does mean a lot. And, and I could, I could tell you, cause we're built the same way. It, um, it makes the conversations with our potential clients and our future clients. It mm -hmm. makes it just that much easier. I love it. It dude. just makes everything very, very simple. You know, it's mm -hmm. kind of like what, uh, Elon Musk did with Tesla. Like you go in, there's no, Hey, what if I take this off? And you, you know, you know, there's no negotiate for five hours. It's like, here's the car. Here's the price. You want it? Yeah. Dude. It's so funny. Like we could have, this could be a whole nother episode. Like the, the, why is the price negotiable? Like, why is the price negotiable? No, this is what it is. This is what it is. You know, a lot of times my buddy, do you know, Tony Watley? How do I know that name? 365. He's amazing. Good buddies. Unreal. He, he always makes this joke or he says this right around black Friday time. He's like, well, all you other hat coaches, you know, take all your prices and drop them. I'm raising mine. Cause I want them to know. Yeah. I'll never do a black Friday deal. No. You know, bro, I, I'm with you. I don't want to say never because the, the, if you and I ever develop a supplement or this or that, I don't ever want to say I never will. But I do believe that when it comes to the amount of love and attention mm -hmm. that we pour into a soul coaching, I'm with you on that. I don't you, I don't think I will, too. You're right. I was going out with a fixed mindset. You're right. So I guess you said you and I. I, you know, I just I have to be careful because I don't want to sound like a hypocrite yeah, two, day, yeah. two years okay. from now. I retract that. I, mean? I retract like, that. I retract that. And, yeah. and I don't know if Adam and I are going to do a supplement. We might, who knows? Who freaking knows? <laughs> we could do the, 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 um, what is that? The, um, the pill, um, limitless. We're going to do the, 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 real yeah, dude. Pill. it's coming out. It's coming out. Yeah. Oh, French javelin limitless oh, pill. I love it. I love it, dude. Well, listen, man, thanks again. Um, we're going to land the plane, but I just appreciate the open communication today, the amazing conversation and the value that you provided the audience. And, you know, I can't wait to get with you in person and, you know, we're going to do something big together. I, I know it. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, Thank well, hey, you, brother. Until next time, guys, share the show. Let us know what you think about it. Don't be afraid to open your minds and open your hearts and give us real feedback because at the end of the day, I know Adam reads feedback. I know I read feedback. And it's appreciated. So until next time, be determined and get after your dreams, y'all. Peace out. Southwest Florida is one of the most beautiful places on the planet to live. For those of you that are thinking of moving from other states to come to Florida, or even just moving to a different part of the state, I want you to think of a big, beautiful luxury home. Contact Legacy Luxury Builders. They are a family-owned and operated luxury residential construction company. As a family-owned business, they believe in the power of building not just homes, but legacies. Contact Legacy Luxury Builders. Unlock your true potential on the field and court with our peak mental performance program for athletes. Train your mind to conquer challenges, stay focused under pressure, and achieve unparalleled success. Our expert coaches will guide you through personalized techniques, enhancing concentration, resilience, and confidence. Picture yourself outperforming your rivals, making split-second decisions with clarity, and achieving victory like never before. Join us today and elevate your game to new heights. Peak Mental Performance Program, where champions are forged in the mind. 
email me today, sean.french at thedeterminedsociety.com for more information. See you inside.